Nine, ten. <laughs> it's in. Let, let, me, let me just dial myself in a little bit there. There, there we go. go. Oh, that was interesting. Ooh, ooh, ooh. A little bit too close for comfort. How are you, mate? I'm good, my friend. I'm good. How about you? Mate, doing fabulous. Massive week. I was up your neck of the woods on, uh, well, everyone knows that I was up your neck of the woods. Last week we hung out, which was uh, which was awesome and fun. This week we're back to the digital engagement space and place. But there, there you go. Got a few of the few of the crew in the house. Melinda, happy Friday to you. Hello, hello. Happy um, Friday. Oh my God, here we go. Oh, we got uh, we got uh, a few people into. Uh... Oh my God, here we go. Well, there, there's somebody who's been here before. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome, whoever you are, wherever you're dialing in from. Looks like you're probably from one of the private Facebook groups. There you go. Oh, Deb, Deb, you're online. I hope you're all right. Deb, are you sitting in the um, Deb? You're sitting in the airport or something, or maybe on the train. Hopefully, you're good, Deb. I caught up with Deb today. Nice hanging out with you, mate. And uh, uh, Jeff is there. Oh, ah. I know, I know. What did you do? What did you do, Jeff? You got banned. Anyway, we'll find out, mate. <laughs> Hello, Trace. Oh, there, where are we? Here is Tracy. There we go. Um, hey, Trace. Uh, well, welcome on, everyone. On the miso soup. Someone's on the miso, miso soup. Miso soup. Well, there you go. That's healthier than than the wine. But uh, let us know what your what your liquid of choice is this evening, ladies and gents. It looks like Alison might actually, be on a glass of wine. <laughs> I actually read that as WTF, not FTW. I'm wondering if <laughs> somebody's got the... Well, the dyslexia is kicking in, mate. This, it, it could be. It could be. Well, there you go. alive and well. Yep, yep. Um, and we've got uh, Murray Fitzpatrick in the house. Big uh, shout-out to you, Andy. Yep, mate, long time it's, no it's see. A, blast, a blast from the past. The fellow... Hockey player. Uh, I'm not quite sure if he made the uh, the Australian and Victorian teams. Very, very uh, a hockey family, and uh, a stellar bloke in the in the financial services chapters. Um, hilarious as well. Business coaching as well. Good to see you, Murray. Great to uh, great to have you on board. Absolutely. Well, folks, awesome to have uh, all of you guys joining us today. And um, mate, good to hang out with you as always. We've got mate, a few things. Uh, yeah few things lined up for later on in the show um most of you know this but uh andy and i always do the little little intro for anyone who's new let us know if you're new dropping by uh in the chat uh let us know if you're new um there you go murray said he played uh for oz i uh, played in oz not for oz so there you go um <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't always say it in that kind of order sounds better one way yeah uh, there you go oh here we go it's um it's for the win. There you go. Young person. For the speak. win. Yeah. We, we, we learned fun. something, didn't we? We learned something. <laughs> there you go. For the win. Uh, no, awesome. It. Well, uh, folks, um, as a few of you already know, Andy, my, and you guys, some of you guys have been doing this for a while now. I think we're in our third year and um, wow. kicked, uh, kicked it off, debriefing the week, lots of things going on. And as there is often plenty of things going on in the world of real estate, uh, my neck of the woods, Andy's neck of the woods, the world of finance and the share market, financial planning and uh, business. We combine our general knowledge, our experience of uh, these couple of uh, interesting places to hang out and create careers and help people make sense. And 
uh, Fridays over a glass of wine many years ago when COVID kicked in. We decided we would uh, debrief our own week each and then we decided we would include debriefing with our customers. And this is where Wealth, Wine and Wisdom came from and uh, we've been doing it um, fairly consistently uh, for a while now, well over 100 shows and um, mostly mostly we don't do, uh, drink too much wine and uh, we usually uh, spread a little bit of wisdom and hopefully tonight will be that, folks. As you can see down the bottom, Andy, we do a few things. Have right. a little chat about what's in the news. Get the questions out nice and early before yes. uh, Jason drinks too much out of that plastic glass. You've got the plastic back there. <laughs> I've mate. got the plastic back you here, do. I tell you what, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, I've tried. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. It's 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 now good wine out of a bad glass. It's a terrible yeah. statement. Yes. <laughs> we've got uh, looking on your side of the, the, the neck of the woods this week. What have we got to, because um, I know we've got uh, some interesting things from uh, – BHP, some radical headlines. Uh, we've got some good things to share. We've got some questions from last week. But, mate, what's, uh, what's been raising what's, your curiosity over your side? What's going on? Well, a little bit of talk about uh, inflation, Andy. Uh, you know, it's something that uh, has been sort of popping up and it's a bit of, a, uh, uh, it's a, bit of a, a clickbait of recent times. You know, inflation, 8%, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, one thing this week uh, – Looking around that, I think we sort of will touch on that a little bit later on, folks. But you know, uh, core inflation, headline inflation, um, and uh, uh, there is a difference. And what does that uh, what does that mean? We might uh, circle around on that. I, I did dangle this carrot, Andy, earlier today with some folks to say, "Hey, come and hang out with Andy and I. We might talk about inflation if that floats your boat." <laughs> wow. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Friday nights are dead. Yeah, I didn't get too many takers, but we shall see who rocks up. <laughs> but, mate, um, you know, there are, there's some things I wouldn't mind asking you. There was an article I was reading about uh, are bonds back in favour, Andy, for um, mm. some defensive assets. That would be an interesting conversation. Uh, certainly, folks, uh, there's a lot of talk about interest rates going up. I've been doing this one for a while, but, uh, Andy... There's actually a lot of talk about wages going up too for a lot of people. So um, I've got a few things um, that are there. And, you know, just the regular old uh, circus, media circus about, you know, the boom is over and property prices are going to plunge, you know, 20 to 30%, which I think is rubbish. Uh, but there, that's, uh, that's what's going on in my neck of the woods, headlines. So if you've got any questions, folks, put them in the chat for us now so we can line them up or uh, the conversation, the show. Um, but, mate, what about uh, in your neck of the woods? You and I were chatting um, a little bit before. Well, mate, uh, it's, it's been a good week this week. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got some record dividends, a new record, Jase, some uh, record dividends <laughs> Records being, being broken everywhere. And uh, where did we finish up? We finished up at uh, 7,000 on, on the All Ords, so not quite the crash and the doom and the gloom that – that our conspiracy I thought it was theory. over, Andy. I thought it was over. It, 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 was, it was over. We were building bunkers. Uh, that's what we were doing. Uh, but uh, we, expect, we expect more volatility in that. But, you know, the markets have responded reasonably well. Uh, and as, as tends to be the way, you know, money has found its, uh, its equilibrium, flowed back into the markets, brought back to re- realistic values. Uh, there's been some interesting headlines over in the US. Uh, and for those international, for those people who love Tesla, love... Um, 
some of the international stocks, your, your Googles, your Amazons, all of these sorts of things. Now the headlines are starting to go, yeah, are we near the bottom? Uh, which, which people love, love that kind of media, but generally yeah. it's no, we're not. Um, <laughs> we're, we're either back on the way up and we have been for a little while or the bottom's still to come. But, um, but I, you know, there is, there is some validity in some of these comments, you know. So now the sentiment, you know, the opinion pieces are now starting yeah. to turn over in the US and they've copped a fair whack. But there's also, uh, so here's, here's a little bit of uh, future gazing. Next, uh, RBA bank rate raise, I reckon, will be potentially one of the biggest uh, for no other particular reason. Uh, and please don't quote me on it in any way, shape, or form, because it's it's a ridiculous hypothesis as to the reason why I've come to this belief. But uh, let's see how we rock and roll with it. Um, so Powell's come out and looking at a 0.75% um, uh, increase raise. So 0.75. That's the Jay's Fed. Talk- yeah, that's the, that's yep. the Fed out of the US. Yep. Yeah, the U.S. Federal Reserve, a 0.75 percent uh, uh, headline rate. What, what, what did our old mate? What was his name? Uh, we picked on him a little bit, uh, <laughs> Christopher not Joyce, too long ago. Christopher, Christopher <laughs> Joyce. Uh, uh, you've been uh, out there for weeks, mate. <laughs> let, 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 let me bring him back up because we made a, 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 a dishonourable uh, mention uh, <laughs> back by, by our old mate here, and. Um, so, again, uh, RBA duped Australia Aussie households. This was the interesting part that Jason and I loved. Which, uh, the Where was it? Uh, most aggressive rate increases in the world, right? Most aggressive. And, and Jason and I went on to say, well, um, this little increase down here is Australia. Uh, this one here is New Zealand. Uh, you don't have to go too far to f- figure out that um, he's probably wrong. Uh, yes. So... Um, <laughs> So, mate, uh, just another one over the over the horizon with this is that um, you know it, it's looking like the Fed will be even more aggressive, uh, looking to be a little bit more like a couple of the rate rises that New Zealand did. And yeah, I think top and tailing into some of the things that you've been talking about. Uh, if we want to chat inflation, what's headline? What's core? How does the RBA measure it? Is it real? Is it transitory? Should you be worried about it? How should you be worried about it from a stock market level? Should you sell and, and, and go and buy that bunker? Um, you can probably get a concreter to deck out the bunker based on some of Jason's statistics, which we uh, might go into soon. Those of you who have watched, <laughs> why do you think it's um, not a bad time to build a bunker right now? And I'll give you an idea. It's got to do with concrete. Um, and if you can, if you can uh, link those two together, well, you're a very talented human being. But, uh, there's a strong uh, connecting correlation. Dots. <laughs> connecting dots, yeah, yeah. There's a strong correlation. But uh, so the Reserve Bank, uh, sorry, the, the Fed Reserve, potentially going for a 0.75% interest rate rise, I think it actually gives a bit of leeway. Like if we have a look at uh, economic policy, both pol- politically and from the RBA, over a fairly significant period of time now, um, even if we go back to the big re- reductions in rates uh, back in the GFC, and I think I've got a little slide that I can pull through on this one. It might take a, a few seconds to update. Yeah. Uh, and you might have it, Jace, was the, the cash rate here in, um, here in Oz. So one, allegedly, allegedly, Jason, um, we're a bit of a <laughs> copycat out here. And so we tend to mirror what the U.S. does uh, almost uh, directly, you know. And um, so as rates were cutting over in the U.S., uh, were aggressively cutting for different reasons, we aggressively cut it as well or cut our, cut our rates as well. So it wouldn't be too, 
too long a bow to to draw, Jace, to kind of go, well, if they were going to do do a big rate rise, would they do it on the back of the US doing a 0.75? Total conspiracy theory. They're two random dots that I've just collected and I'm throwing out there. (laughs) But... uh, but I reckon that there's a uh, there's a reasonable chance that that'll that'll come back in. And should they do that, then it'll be shockwaves and horror back through, you know, economic uh, markets. It'll hit the share market. We'll get those headlines back again. So I think we're in for some turbulence. So maybe we have a bit of a crack at how we can moderate that turbulence, stay stay sane and stay balanced uh, while we're about to go through, I reckon some interesting headlines and potentially some interesting maneuvering, uh, both politically and from the reserve banks and central banks of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon mate. Yeah, for sure. Like I, for me in the real estate world, people sit on their hands when there's uncertainty. So, you know, not a lot goes on. And, um, certainly I think, uh, for me, if I was to say, what would I prefer? I'd prefer two times 0.75, quick as quick as they can do it. Just get it over and done with. That's be be my preference. I was chatting with the team earlier today about that, and just say, hey, listen, you know, get it done well before Christmas. Then people realise the world hasn't ended, and uh, it'll shake out a little. Give it six to nine months, and then uh, you know, my world, the real estate world, will say, hey, listen, let's kick on a little bit. And I've got a few slides to share a little bit later about that. Um, when it comes to the shocks in real estate and how quick it goes from, you know, um, peak to trough, Andy. And, you know, you've talked about this before in the share market as well. You know, what was the previous high and how far above the previous high we were? Um, but uh, I'd be really interested, you know, I know you've got a couple of things there. Let's talk about inflation and we'll tie this back to some of the other stuff that we're looking at um, and, um, you know, maybe uh, maybe have a little nosy at that. Um, but uh, good to see a few of you here. I think uh, a bit of a shout out to Chris and, and Luke. Um, um, uh, thanks for uh, joining as always. Um, Joe Marley um, popping by uh, from your neck of the woods, Andy, one of your team, one of your crew. Um, so good to see. Um, good to see uh, in the house, Joe. You on, Joe. Yep. Yeah. Joe, yep. Joe's, uh, Joe's, it's, it's, it's wealth, wine, and wisdom every night of the week for Joe these days. Uh, he's, 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 he's got a free house. Um, so, mate, just going back to what we were talking about as far as the uh, uh, the pre uh, what, the cash rate before, I, I literally just found this from Business Insider just while we were chatting, so I haven't got the most up to date. I'm, I'm sure we've got it in previous slides. One of the things that people get quite scared about when the cash rate moves because they go, well, Jace, allegedly, these are smart people. Um, we don't want to get sued, so we'll say allegedly uh, <laughs> these are smart people, uh, are making decisions. And, you know, based on policy, like we went through last week, there is a mandate that the, the RBA have to follow, and it's the broadest mandate or one of the broadest ban- mandates in central in banks the world. in the world. Yep. Yep. The current government want to make that mandate different to disguise to blame the Their inefficiencies. <laughs> yeah, look, at, look at this hand while we do something else over here. Um, so there's all that stuff going on. But what I just – and look, if we had to draw this graph out now, it, it's sort of – where are we too? It's sort of around here somewhere, right? Or, or it was flat for a while and then we're, we're kind of up like this. So what we've got to realise is that if we drew a trend line between here, the, the where potentially if there was a – 
if they were able to raise rates in a more linear way and control the economy. They, they overreacted, so they had to react back. Yep, yep. Then stabilised for a little while. Then they had to react reasonably quickly because inflation was kind of going a little bit out of control all of a sudden before the world just dropped off the edge of the cliff. But they overdid it, shot the mark, overshot the mark by quite a few percent. Uh, so that's 2% to about 4.5%. Wow. Right? So that's yeah. double the current rates that we're, we're, we're on, right, it, roughly, is how much they increase it in a very, very short period of time. Yep. So I guess the reason why I'm kind of illustrating this as, as one of the, the headline slides for the night is just because rates go up quickly doesn't mean they're going to stay up for a long period of time. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, the, the faster information flows around the world, the faster and the quicker things tend to mean revert. Well, and what I mean Andy, arguably, revert. if you look at, um, if you look at uh, each of these, you know, very, you know, limited um, ups and downs here, you know, they, they seem to have gone down as fast, if not faster, than they went up um, in, in over-adjustments and, and uh, stuff like that. So, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I have been, um, I have been uh, privy to a few conversations in this space. It's like, yep, they'll probably go a bit hard and then have to back it off a little. And the thing that we need to be careful of as investors in the market and investors in shares and investors in uh, real estate is we can't you know, switch off our strategies uh, when we get to these points because you, if, when you listen to these, uh, what's a nice word, idiots, uh, we, we just use idiots, um, who just start peppering fear-mongering out in the market. Uh, then you you you'll think, oh my god, I really I've really got to get out, and and you start to look at you know selling down the loss position, and it's quite possible that we're we're going to see some significant rate rises, and it's going to be scary for the market because people think that it's going to remain for a long period of time, and the reality is that it's probably not, and there's some reasons that we're going to go into later, based on transitory inflation, which means inflation that is you know costs of goods are high now, but they'll actually come back down reasonably quickly. Yeah, um, and we just as investors, we just need to be understand that just because it's today's headline doesn't mean that it's a lifelong burden that we're going to have to carry. Because unfortunately, some people go, "Oh my god, you know, four percent interest rates. We're going to be there for the next thirty years." Oh my god, my interest rate payment's gone up for the next thirty years. Not necessarily, and well, uh, and, and 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 arguably, Andy, even if it is four percent for the next thirty years, that's something to celebrate, folks, because the thirty years beforehand. <laughs> yeah, right. the, the average was freaking four percent more than that you know so um you know perspective is something that's interesting and what I, I think what happens with this stuff Andy you know often is um uh some investors get a little bit one-dimensional and this is uh, you and I talk about this it's not a one-dimensional conversation interest rates go up so too do other things at at some other point, and depending on what exposure you have, right? So let's have a look right now. Tell me, folks, in the chat, what else has been predicted to go up 20%? Well, not necessarily predicted. I'm not going to say predicted, but what is being argued about and asked for a 20% increase? Um, I've got a couple of articles showing this right oh, now. Mate, can I, um, can I, can I, uh, I, I we, this wasn't pre planned, but. Um, <laughs> 
if it's what I'm thinking about, the last time it happened and Gough Whitlam brought it in, we went into the deepest, darkest recession Australia's ever seen. <laughs> I don't think it is this, but Andy. Um, so, folks, everyone's saying, oh, well, my, my interest rate might go up 20%, but what is what else is going on out in the marketplace? And I'm not talking about rents right now because rents are on the rise, folks, but what else is happening out there um, in the world of our, you know, uh, exchange of uh, goods and services when it comes to businesses and jobs and stuff. Viagra Viagra sales. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think Jeff, Jeff, only people who take them would actually know that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but if we have a look at this team, let's, uh, let's have a little cheeky one, uh, cheeky sticky back here. Well, let's, um, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to, I'm going to go up there. There we go. Uh, look at this right now. Uh, these are just some, and I should have collected a few more, ladies and gents, but, you know, uh, lawyers have enjoyed their biggest pay rise in decades. So not only, let's say, interest rates are looking, maybe they will go up and pass on to consumers, ladies and gents, but some things uh, are being passed on as well. We've got, you know, lawyers getting a 20% pay rise. Uh, the the The... The train union looking for another twenty percent pay rise, and I know there's other um, industries that are asking for you know pay rises to cover costs of goods and cost of living um, and um, and uh, those sorts of <laughs> those sorts of things, Andy. But uh, you know, for all of us, um, what we must sort of what what we must rationalise as investors is to say, all right, well, it's not a one dimensional conversation, you know. Um, the only thing that's going up is is the cost of my interest. Well, no, that's not true, right? That's mm. not true because there's other things. It's kind of like, um, you know, I don't know. It, it, I'm trying to be very, um, trying to be very scientific here. A bit more, um, bit more, um, you know. There's nothing neither created nor destroyed. Scientific, you know, when when uh, when something transforms from one place to another, you know, there's an equal and opposite reaction to it. You know, there has to be. Oh, Newton's no, no. Uh, law of relativity. Newton's law of relativity. That's Third the one I went, law, went I around, around, around for that one, Andy. Well, that's only because you're on the train tracks, my friend. It's all good. <laughs> you're on, on, the, on the train tracks. There you go. Well, um, uh, yeah, well. So, I mean, this, inter- so when you see things like this, you say interesting, I think interesting. Uh, do you, and you say opportunistic, I think yeah. Uh, absolutely so you know absolutely yeah. like yeah. when yeah. when is the best time to to try and raise average wages right now right now yeah uh, yeah this this same thing happened uh back or oh, i can't remember because i was too young um <laughs> some of you old buggers might remember this <laughs> back, <laughs> back in the day back in my day <laughs> maybe you jace maybe you um <laughs> It, it was when I was very, very young, but uh, Gough Whitlam went out and raised uh, uh, public servants' wages. I think it was somewhere between oh. uh, ten and and twenty percent overnight, literally overnight, and it broke. It didn't. It it didn't just slow. It broke the Australian wow. economy. Wow! Actually, Andy Fenton, just- uh, interestingly, you say that. Here we go. Check it out. Well, this is you know. Um, Public servant bonuses spark envy in other, other, other governments, right? So this is kind of like um, if we think about it right now, folks, and uh, you know this is not a conversation about you know 
saying anything untowards against people who are looking for a pay rise or whatever it is in their world and if they're they're worth a pay rise going for it this is not the conversation we're having we're, we don't we don't um you know uh discourage anyone for asking for more like for more if no, they're worth it's, it etc it's it's a fair conversation and there and there's definitely areas there's definitely areas where people are underpaid and, and should be paid more yeah we can't what what my stance is is very firmly is it doesn't mean it's not oh well, if my next door neighbor got it everybody deserves it that's not and it and it and it's not good for the person who gets it because it's not good for everybody in the economy because if if, well, if these things happen on mass then all of a go. sudden, yeah, exactly. Hyperinflation. Yeah, yeah. And, and spiraling deflation as a result of it because all of a sudden, Jason, if, if you had to pay everybody in your business 30, 20, 30% more, you'd have I'd, to lay a lot of people off. I'd be shutting the doors. And this is it, and this is a conversation, Andy, like um, there was uh, a little bit of conversation the other day about the um, – I'm, I'm having a mental blank anyway – he does the accounts for the country now because Labor's in. What's what's his name? Um, oh, still getting used to the new names, isn't it? <laughs> um, I can think of Powell before I think of him. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, the the new um, new so anyway, uh, treasurer. Yeah, the new treasurer. He's, he's saying, "Well, listen, folks. You know, if if wages go up madly, um, Jimmy Boy. We'll call him yeah. Jimmy Boy. We'll give Jimmy him Boy. little Jimmy. We'll call him little Jimmy. <laughs> That'll help us." If wages go up madly, then, you know, businesses will have to – Jim Chalmers, there we go. Good work, Luke. I'm yeah. glad you're there, mate. <laughs> Luke's uh, our statistician for tonight. He's already he's already pumping stats through. Thank you, work, Luke. mate. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if, if that happens, then, um, you know, you know, that will lead to, to people losing jobs. So, it, mm. you know, our record employment will actually now be, you know, 4% instead of 35 So it's – it's an interesting one, Andy. It's 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 a funky time right now when it comes to this stuff, and um, you know we need to navigate it, you know, well as a economic, you know, opportunity to, you know, not squander wh- where we're at right now. And we've said it many times before, and I'm just seeing because we've used this graph many times throughout uh, the last twelve months. You can't find it when you're looking for it. It's like the salt, Jason. <laughs> like, where's the salt, it's honey? The damn it's, salt. It, it, it's right. It's right there in front of you. It's not. It's definitely not. It's definitely not. It's absolutely not. Wherever you bloody put it, you've moved it, and uh, and then they and then she comes up and goes right there, right there. Well, I no. mean, while you're looking for your thing, um, whatever you're looking for, um, <laughs> your graph. You know, my point, folks, is that you know, if you're worried about a headline of you know, your interest rate going up, certainly as investors, we've actually able to, let's say, let's say you are able to get, you know, a little bit of a pay rise bump, five grand, let's say. Let's say your rent goes up 50 bucks a week, okay? Uh, And right now, folks, um, uh, if you're buying a property, the cost of construction has gone up. What is, you know, that, that then leads to the cost of, the building you can depreciate, which you actually get more tax deductions back. You actually get more tax back. So we were doing this, um, you know, recently this week, Andy, and, um, you know, five grand there, 50 bucks there, more depreciation back, more than offsets um, the interest rate rises for property investors. The ones that will struggle will be, you know, the PAYG mums and dads who don't have any ability to kind of hedge an expense increase, which is their 
which is their major increase in their life, right? Um, other than children, um, is their mortgage. <laughs> yeah, there so, you go. Do we, do we put them on the eroders of wealth scale now? It's, uh, it's I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, wealth erosion. Uh, how did you go with your thing, mate? Um, but um, I think I think I got it, and uh, I was sort of I had to Google around because I don't think we've actually chatted about it in the last uh, in the last twelve months, which is interesting. So uh, when we when we look back at, at good old uh, Goff and his period of time, did a lot of good things, did a lot of interesting things, did a lot of not so good things. <laughs> and um, if we just overlay this, this is the ten year government bond uh, chart here in Australia, right? And so the effects and and what we want to be careful of, and we certainly want to you know moderate uh, as and this is the Reserve Bank, this is the government. Introducing good policy. <laughs> Can't say it with a straight face. Yeah. Um, so it was around here, and and those that are older than me will know better. Uh, Goff made this move, right? And so in, in a single move, raised uh, the public servants. So it's a massive community. Uh, wages right across the board. And what ended up happening was we ended up with mass inflation, which Luke talked about. Now, this actually sparked what's been going on ever since. Right? Since I've been born, pretty much. Um, I was born as interest rates were going up, but they've pretty much been coming down ever since I was one or two years of age because this is what interest rates have been doing. Now we're just going in the, in the upwards direction again. So what we need to be careful of, so the biggest potential uh, to destroy massive amounts of wealth is because if you go, okay, all of a sudden, Lots of money was injected into society, right? And it was yeah. injected into society by wages. So your average person had significantly above average more than what they usually had in their pockets. So what did they do? They went out and went on a spending Consumption, spree. mate. Spend it. And so what happens to the costs of goods? Now, this is a healthy type of inflation, right? This is when people... Uh, people money, demand- money flow inflation. Money flow, yeah. Yep. Right, oh, that's a new term. Actually, I reckon that's a great, great, uh, great term for it. Money flow inflation. More money circulating around in a healthy way in people's pockets. Well, there was too much, right? And if if we go, well, let me ask you the question. Put it in the chat. What's happened more recently, which is a similar type of effect to you know mm. what Goff did back in the day of raising uh, wages right across the board. What is something common? Whack it in the chat that, that happened just recently that had a similar type of effect, uh, on our economy. Oh, I can tell you. <laughs> oh, Mr. Whitten, Mr. Whitten in the front row. Yep. Well, well, lots of, uh, lots of COVID cash and grants and stimulation of recent times. One of so the COVID. big stimulations. Yep. COVID cash, mate. Mate, you are you are spitting out the headlines right now, aren't you? COVID cash, <laughs> COVID cash, the COVID stim, the the job keeper. That's exactly right. Stimulation, yep. Free money, free money. Free. Yep, everyone's got it. Free Whack money. them up there, Jace. What is it? Uh, <laughs> in there. He's, we, 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 uh, got, we, got the, we got the job keeper. We got the COVID stimulation. We got the stimulation here. Free money. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the free money. Like I, I help so many people. You know, get between fifty and seventy thousand dollars worth of free cash from the government to buy houses, especially first home buyers. It was it was ludicrous. People were getting free houses, Andy. Like it was 
Oh, it, it was mad. I mean, you remember us talking about it. I'm, I'm going, I can't believe this is going on, Andy. Like, this is just insane. Well, this is how we started, wasn't it? This yeah. is well, yeah. and wisdom started. How do you get your money on the COVID cash? I'm like, Fenton, this doesn't make any sense, mate. Like, help me work it out. Like, help me work it out. <laughs> it doesn't need to make sense because it was designed by the government. It should yeah. be in the disclaimer at the bottom. It doesn't need to make sense. Brought to you by the Australian government. Um, so the big danger, the big yeah. danger here is, and, and we've got politicians that are driven by popularity, Right, politicians driven by popularity. It's a social media contest, and that's not what it should be. It's just a, this is a this is a big business. This is as big a business as you can possibly get, but it's a popularity contest. And what we need to understand here is that we've had a massive. So imagine, Jason, if if you will, imagine that this was <laughs> twenty twenty. Let's just change the timeline a little bit, right? And let's just go. Well, before wages, this is the CC. You can't say no, can you? COVID cash. COVID cash, you can't mate. Say COVID no. cash. Take it, folks. Well, not only so, COVID yeah. cash, Andy, we were we were coaching our clients because we didn't know what's going to happen to, you know, um, squirrel away all cash. So, you know, if they didn't have to make a mortgage payment because the bank was going to let them have a pause for a bit, well, squirrel it all away. It was COVID cash. It, yep. Oh, we, we were squirreling plus. away the COVID cash and we were investing everything else. So I think we were throwing the wallets at everything <laughs> at the Come beginning. Yes. Everyone thought we were mad. They thought we were crazy, but, um, geez, it was a good move. But um, so imagine that this first step, and I'm not suggesting that this is what's going to happen, right, but imagine this first step is COVID cash. So imagine this is the inflationary cycle that's then now lifting, lifting rates like it is here, and I'm scribbling everywhere. I should change the colour. Uh, whoops. Oh, no. Fenton's gone. There he is. Oh, mate, it's, it's, it's all happening here. Tech, technology issues. Uh, so let's just say that the, this first part here in the green, let's just say that that's COVID cash, right? If we en masse raise wages too aggressively, then we could be in goth 2.0. Now that that's that's sort of the big danger. So now, and I say too aggressively because I think in some areas it needs it's warranted, but we we need to contextualise the arguments. People are saying inflation is running rampant. We need more forever, and that's what is being stated. Inflation is yeah, it, yeah. the assumption is yeah. inflation is going to be here forever, so we need more money forever. That like yeah. let's just simplify it. Well, now, well, the reality this level is, of inflation, right? Eight percent is going to be here forever. Nah, well, hang on, hang on. You know, let's uh, let's check in on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, you said you were going to do this. What the hell is a stochastic walk? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, put it in the chat. There's uh, there's there's notoriety, fame, and fortune, and and all those wonderful things that you can get. Um, if you can tell me in layman's terms, not in Google's terms, what a stochastic walk is. <laughs> I was uh, going to say, fans that I'd be just Googling right now going, what the what, what, yeah. what? <laughs> But you've got to simplify it because we're, we're only going to be able to see two or three words and yeah. uh, uh, we've got to figure it out. Tell me, please. Well, I don't I, even I need know what it is. So there you go. There, what, <laughs> what the hell is that? So, <laughs> let, let me give you uh, – it, it's not this, right? It uh, is not this. Right? It is absolutely 100% not, uh, not, not a lane, trotting <laughs> down the street, just looking a little bit uh, unusual. But um, 
uh, it's also known as a random walk, and it's a financial theory starting from the stock market prices evolving, basically saying that there's no correlation. It can't be predicted, right? Uh, that this thing changes and it changes so rapidly that, you know, we, we, we can't really assess it. They're just random. It's totally yeah. random. Yeah. Uh, now, we know that that's not the case. It's not totally random. You know, there are trends and things that, that come along with it. So what we do realize is that in data sets, and, and this is very true of inflation, like this is just, and this is statistics 101, but this goes to how we judge inflation, how we calculate inflation, uh, how long inflation will last at current levels. And, you know, have we got a true reflection of what inflation actually looks like? Yeah. So a data set of numbers, and let's just say that this is inflation, right? A various different uh, things over time, right? So time, and we've got a few different variables here. So we might have oil prices, we might have cost of veggies, right? So this sort of sample here is you would say a fairly significant trend, right? So if you, if you had hindsight, you'd bet your bottom dollar that, you know, things are going to roughly go up in that direction, right? But then we've got these things called statistical outliers. Now, now these things have the ability in statistics to really warp um, the journey, right? Because yeah. in theory, yeah. if you wanted to yeah. put a trend line, it might look like this if you ran a running average. If you included the outlier, it might go like this. And you might say, Jace, well, that, does that really matter? Well, I'm going to say yes, because if that's the period of five years, then all of a sudden that outlier has skewed the results and can potentially have impacts, far longer term impacts than it, than it otherwise should have. Right? So... Well, which is interesting because you get that in the real estate world as well, right? Because sometimes, you know, like the volume or um, or prop or the volume of property sales, so the number of property sales done, or what might happen is a certain building comes on and it it's like some uh, some fancy flash building maybe or something like that. Let me let me show you something here. I thought you might have a slide on this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, my, uh, I don't know if this is uh, clear enough to see. We'll see. We'll see if it. See if we can pop it in there. I'll, I'll, I'll zoom I'll, in on the line at a time if I'll, you can. I'll zoom in. But you know, like let's say this is some gross statistics. Like I'll, I'll show you some gross statistics. In um, this was this is a suburb in Brisbane, and um, you know, check out the difference here, Andy. Like negative twenty six percent. Folks, and and up eighty percent, right? So so statistically, like that's just that's ludicrous. That's a ludicrous gap. That's like a hundred percent change, Andy, in like a one year period, right? Um, or what whatever the difference is, you know, between twenty six down and eighty up, right? Right. Take so the five year average, right? Circle the five years. So it's yeah. from the negative years. Circle the five years, or just put a line down the five years. Is all goes, of a sudden that. Yeah, so you you got to collect them, right? So you go, all right, well, let it wash out, okay? But depending on the five years you collect as well, you go, all right, well, is it that five years, you know? So what can happen is things can happen like the a volume, certainly in real estate, a number of properties could sell for much higher or much lower, 
and they can skew an average price in a suburb like in an instant, right? So, you know, 100 properties and normally there's only 20 properties in that suburb transacted a year and now 100 all um, happen. This happens often, Andy, in um, really tightly held suburbs where kind of units and townhouses now come into really expensive house markets um, and then you might get 100 units come in at like half or, you know, two-thirds the price of the average house hmm. and then someone sees the average property price in that suburb not separating houses and it just goes poof and it goes 25% down and, and people are like, oh, no, it's look, I told you, but it was like, no, it was actually just some units being produced in that suburb which just haven't been for like years, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it happens in rezoning, like a really held, tightly held suburb for houses and it rezones um, and now the average price now gets decimated for years in that suburb because now the density is, is densifying, right? Mm-hmm. So the statistics don't make any sense. Like the stats don't make any sense anymore, the average stats, right? So um, which, you know, you were, you were showing there before, these are the outlier activities, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, how to lie with statistics. <laughs> I think there's a uni course on that, Alison, actually. Actually, there's, no, there's a great book. Uh, there's an incredible – it's only – it's a very short book because there's only a few tricks in it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's very, very, very true. <laughs> and this is this is the reason why uh, old mate from the Fin Review has copped a fair bit of a pun, punishing from me over recent – probably more than he deserves, to be fair, but Jesus <laughs> – um, how to take a statistic and run with it. So we need to be careful of outliers because they're yeah. not a true representation of what the actual position is. And so, Jace, I'm going to bring up this slide here because the Reserve Bank, uh, right, is uh, is one of the, the firmest mandates of the Reserve Bank, mandate being Mr Reserve Bank Chair, your sole responsibility is to manage inflation in Australia and keep it within a band, right? And any time it's looking like it's going to get out of control, it's your head on the chopping block if it does and you do whatever is in your control to stop that. But the yeah. reality is they've really only got one one thing they can control. It's like they've just got a hammer, yeah. right? So everything has to be a nail, right? And they're just going to keep belting it in whatever way they can. They've only really got one way of being able to control it. Um our, as, as we alluded to earlier, our Reserve Bank has more measures, uh, but let's just keep it simple for tonight uh, because that's the key one, right? And what they track is headline inflation. And, and Jace, you talked earlier to, you know, what's headline versus core inflation. Um, and headline, like to really simplify the terms, headline inflation is whatever inflation is doing, you know, basically right now. Um, and so that's in here. It's the blue line on the graph. This is from the Reserve Bank itself, um, publishing lots of data that you picked up, Jace. You picked up and you, you drew my attention to this. And and here's a little bit of a, a, a I reckon, JW, <laughs> I reckon that the Reserve Bank is going to be publishing a lot of statistics that are very easy for your average person to understand. The reason being is the government's going like this. Oh, it's the Reserve Bank's fault. 
Um, and so I reckon one of the because I haven't seen stuff like this from the Reserve Bank. This was really it was quite user friendly. Um, yes. For a little while, I reckon they're going to keep publishing this stuff. I reckon they're just going to keep pushing out the information so people have got more and more, and people can make an informed decision. But ultimately, headline inflation. So let's look at it. So right now, headline inflation. Uh, uh, oh, actually, no. This is this is not quite up to date. But um, headline inflation starting to run through the roof, right? But the the core makeup of headline inflation in this scenario is the total inflation based off automotive fuel, market services, new dwellings, groceries, fuel, the other, which is then made up of a whole lot of other you know different things. Now, if we actually start to look at what core inflation is, core inflation removes some of the outliers. Yes. Right now, if we have a look at some of the outliers that are, exist within our economy right now, um, we might we might look at um, unleaded petrol prices. This spike here would we would definitely know as an outlier. Now it is still high for now, but will it remain high for a prolonged period of time? Well, the the market says no. People, you know, uh, here and there say yes. But the market in general consensus is no, it won't remain like this forever. It will, mm-hmm. it will what we call mean revert, which will come back to a reasonable average over time. Now, where does that play in headline inflation? Well, it's counted 100%. Yeah. Right? Um, so then we have a look at other areas of the economy. Um, Oh, no, that's consumer price index. Let's have a look at a little bit over your neck of the woods. So we'll talk to this for a little bit, Jace. Uh, so building materials inflation, what the hell's been going on in your neck of the woods with building material inflation? Well, um, unless you've been living under a rock or you haven't been building something, it's been going, it's been going up. The cost of goods or materials, getting them has been um, going up again think it's not going to be across the whole board here to stay forever. But, um, you know, what we are already seeing are things that are locally um, that are locally needed against the construction volumes, some early signs of some of these demands actually easing right now. So inflation on the material means, you know, we've just had many tens of thousands of houses be you know, approved and want to be built by all these first home buyers and free money. Uh, but when that comes through, folks, those hundreds of thousands of dwellings actually across the whole of Australia, over the next 12 months, there's not there's not another 100,000 dwellings to be built to keep that going, Andy. So I think those demands and those prices will adjust and it won't be upwards, um, you know, from that point onwards. And uh, so... In that, sorry, I was I was messing around with that while you were talking, Jace. Apologies. Uh, so within that, but we've had shipping delays, we've had international delays, we had uh, bushfires, we've had yeah. That industry, if you go backwards to the trees growing, timber. yep, you know that has just been poleaxed. Um, floods as well. I mean, that's not good for you know regeneration and things of that nature. So. This stuff has had some major whacks. And you go, well, those effects are going to be potentially medium term. They're going to be a reasonable part of the inflation, right? Over yeah. a longer yeah. term, timber, all these things, 
probably reasonable to think that there's going to be a price inflation, but just not as aggressive as what it was, right? So this might, ladies and gentlemen, this might be considered to be an outlier, which then pushes through to new dwelling inflation, uh, um, which which is what you said, Jace, which is governments taking their eye off the ball and not doing yes. enough land release to cater for the population. Like imagine the housing boom we'd be in, Jason, if, if we still had people coming freely into the country. If we had 200,000 people a year coming into the country right now, we, they'd, they'd have nowhere to live. And nowhere to live, mate. You you would you would be you would be you'd want to be like our mates in caravan companies or or out good companies because people would be pitching tents and, and they, they'd be looking for places to park their RVs. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So when we start to to pull these uh, dots together and we and then we start to look at some of the the, the real stuff and um, and well, this is all real stuff, but some of you may remember. Uh, when COVID hit, Jason and I started Wealth, Wine and Wisdom around about here. And I won't, it wasn't a stock tip because um, we don't <laughs> do that here. But there was a very heavy skew to, uh, to, to Andy basically saying, I reckon Blue Scope is going to go through the roof, right? Is going to go absolutely gangbusters. Australian yeah. company, Australian able to resource, it's just going to go berserk. Right, so that that did it um, doubled and a half uh, its stock price. I'm not just calling that win, although that was a pretty significant win. <laughs> not uh, bad, not bad, <laughs> not bad, not bad. But on the retreat, right about yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now, multiple different reasons, and I'm not saying it's a bad company to own. I think it's a great company. I think Blue Scope is incredible. Um, but this is. You know, potentially, one would say, allegedly, uh, the the effects of um, maybe from here to here is the effects of short term transitory inflation. Uh-huh. If that makes yes. sense. Yeah, you couldn't get timber. People were forced to start building uh, metal framed houses yeah. because yeah. what else could you do with? People started quoting jobs. All of a sudden, Blue Scope Steel became one of the number one people. Mm. So. When we start to think about headline inflation, which is what the Reserve Bank of Australia is mandated, mandated to follow and reduce, and now it's it's gone out of whack, we're actually incorporating these things like new dwellings in here where we've got fuel, right? Now, and this, unfortunately, we don't have the most up-to-date data because it's always a quarter behind where we have to look back in order to analyse the data. But I'd venture to say... Fuel will be up, new dwellings will be up, and they're already significantly rising as points of inflation over periods of time. But then do we go, well, which ones are going to sustain over a longer period of time? Alison got a bit of the blue scope. (laughs) A bit of the blue. You did. I hope you sold them before they fell off. Uh, But you're still well and truly up. Um, And this is why, Jace, it's like you, you can always talk about Stocks, you can see the trends sometimes, but you've got to get out. And getting yeah. out is sometimes the hardest part because, yeah, well, I just double and a half my money. Uh, you know, it's a great company. You get emotionally attached to it. Anyway, off topic, squirrel. <laughs> but the, the beauty about this graph is you can see that if we were to judge back in late 2019, right, the economic future prosperity of Australia and adjust interest rates 
because of uh, and and lower interest rates because automotive fuel and everything else dropped. Look how aggressively it dropped. Yeah, for one quarter. For one quarter. Now look how little representation all of this has had until this period of time here. And so yep. the question that we need to be asking ourselves, Jace, in order to make sure that we're not a Whitlam, uh, we don't have that, you know, fear factor where all of a sudden the world is going to end, prices are going to remain high forever. It's just not the case. It's just not the case. It's not a matter of that everybody's wages have got to go up in order to catch oil prices. Not the case. It's not everyone's wages have got to go up to catch energy prices. Not the case, although that is largely government regulated. Uh, what, what, is, what, what does most of, Jace, this is a good one. Uh, I'll have to get the statistics later to prove it. But um, what, uh, what do most of the higher levels of inflation, so the things that are causing us the most amount of pain, what do all of them have in common? Personal consumption. I'll give it to you. Um, give you a hint. Petrol. Energy. Two uh, big ones. Yeah. Right now. Uh, government taxes. Uh, excise or whatever you call them. New dwellings. Yep, yep. Not just the one, but but somebody is exerting influence over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The market heavy. The market's not. It's not a free market. It's a an exerted market. Yeah, Yeah. it's not a free market. It's not a free market. It is a market that is heavily dictated or influenced by government incentives, uh, by government restrictions. Yeah, that's it. Facebook user. It's government controlled. Yeah. So it comes back to a very interesting conversation in that uh, economists always get it wrong. Never trust an economist. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the inflation data is built by economists and the forward predictions are built by economists. Uh, we're looking at times where the government is pointing towards the reserve bank and trying to say, well, you're messing things up when they're operating by the mandate, which by the way is the, broadest mandate in the world that I know of, in the Western world that I know of. Uh, I don't think there's any significant players that have a more broad mandate. All of the big ones have a smaller mandate, which basically just targets inflation. Uh, And we're looking at making long-term decisions or, or the market is telling us or the news is telling us that the world is falling down because everything's, because this quarter, Jason, 9%, this quarter, this quarter, it's nine percent, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not, I'm not taking away the fact that it hurts and it can create a large amount of impact on on people's lives. Uh, I'm not taking away for the fact that if when interest rates actually go up, that compounding effect can hurt. What I'm saying is prepare for it, but be careful from when investing not to start dumping things that are good value long term. Because here's the thing: when it comes to property. And, and even stocks, it's easier to pick the bottom than the top. Far easier. The top is like a tricky, 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 tricky thing. When all of a sudden, like when all of a sudden, when things fall dramatically and then you look for the statistical data to, to substantiate the fall, you ask yourself, should it have fallen this much? And you, it, picking the bottom is extraordinarily difficult. Like if you could do it every time, you'd be on a yacht constantly circling the globe, <laughs> unless you're afraid of water. But when, when all of a sudden the emotion 
of markets overshoots dramatically, then that is a great buying opportunity. And that's what we want people to avoid is creating great buy, buying opportunities for other people. Like you just really for somewhere to- else. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, mate, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, if you can structure your investing in and around, you know, not having to uh, ever be forced into those positions is the best way, right? You can choose if you need to. So, you know, that's um, something important for people to really sort of make sure that uh, their buffers and uh, war chests and affairs are uh, in, in order. And not be scared by uh, by what, whatever the headlines are coming out at the moment. Have a look through it. Have yep. a look, you know, what the composition is and become more educated in it. And, uh, and then you'll be able to start to make some better decisions because on the opposite side of a, uh, of a cell is what? Well, as in a C-E-L-L or a S-E-L? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same thing, isn't it? Somebody who picks up, hello, how's it going? Yeah, hello. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. There's always a, the person on the other end of the transaction. And, yeah, there's uh, yeah. There's always going to be a buyer. It's just uh, if, if, you, if you're dropping your pants in order to be able to do it, that buyer is a very, very happy person. Mm. Uh, and, um, and, you know, a couple of weeks ago, like we were talking about here, it was the death to markets. There, it was, you know, this is the end, Andy. This is, I think we had a couple of things in there. There goes the end of the share market. It's, it's, not, it's not the end um, until there is an end, if there ever will be one. Right, uh, whether it's a Noah's Ark event or something like that, and then you know what? We're all floating around the big same ocean, the same. Well, that's uh, I, I say that to clients often, Andy. You know, if it all if it goes to twenty percent, Andy, well, we're all in the same boat together. So who cares? <laughs> we're you all know, screwed. We're all screwed. screwed. You know, you know who's you know more screwed? Yeah. You know yeah, who's the, the most screwed if it banks. does that? Thanks. The, the, the Reserve Bank yeah. and the yeah. banks, because they're, yeah. they're all bankrupts. They'll be yeah. asking us to, to, for money. They might be taking it from our offset accounts. <laughs> well, you know, mate, uh, it's probably not a bad way to sort of put a pin in the night. To, you know, at the end of the day, folks, all of this stuff, data, information, details is, you know, Andy and I find it quite interesting <laughs> dissecting it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just looking at Chucky's con, uh, 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 next stock tip, please, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Next, <laughs> next not stock tip, Andy. All right. <laughs> oh, next not stock tip. That's a great. That's a great headline, isn't it? Yeah, What's yeah, not yeah. a stock tip? Yeah, I, that, that could be a good. Um, that'd be a good paper. And um, you know, Alison uh, add a little bit of Qantas as well. So you know, sometimes going against the going against the the the. Well, they were the great ones, weren't they, Jace? Like, and we called them out very early. You called property very, very early well, you, in the piece. Yeah, you called you called you called Qantas and a few others where it was like, you know, which companies? Yeah, which companies do the can the government not afford to let go broke, and they're going to take care of them? And you called it, man. You know, so airports, Qantas, you know, Australian companies. Where's the money going to go? So you know, smart moves. Well, there you go, folks. Um, you know. Few different. Let's um, for all the property investors out there, <laughs> if if you'd owned uh, one stock over the last twelve months that'd just make you happy as Larry, what would that stock be? I'm just interested. Do you know? You might know because you're you, you maybe you're all in property, maybe. But uh, think about income. Income's a good thing, uh, and hopefully, I, it was a painful year. Uh, hopefully, um, 
we're going to get somebody on to talk about uh, about this because there's there's something very interesting that um, that Jace picked up. Uh, what's this one? FOMO, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, clearly, I don't understand the acronym there one, but um, but this is this is one that you brought to my attention. I think this is a where we can put a bit of a pin in it for tonight yes. and uh, a bit of a teaser for next week uh, is uh, B- BHP's dividend. Uh, what the hell? What's going on with BHP? Have they just nutted it? What's the deal? Uh, and, mate, we're, we're probably going to see a little bit of this action, um, not a lot, but a little bit of this action over the, over the coming uh, months uh, and year. But... Uh, the question I'll let hanging for this wine and wisdom is what leads to a 13% dividend and would you want to have it? And, uh, and does that mean you end up going out and buying a whole lot of BHP? Uh, it's a good question to ask. I'm not going to allude that any of them are the right things to do, but mate, 13% dividend wouldn't mind being involved in a company that, uh, that punches that one out. And maybe next week we'll, uh, we'll go into, we'll, we'll try and invite one of our, one of our learned friends uh, to to come in far smarter than me uh, to to come in and maybe dissect some of well, the big wins in the market. David Rex reckons we've been talking a big game for years now, Andy. So the only the only guest he ever remembers is your dad. Um, <laughs> so we so we better follow through on a guest, Andy. It's over to you. <laughs> but we, we, well, to be fair, Dave, we we have had Paul on, we have had Malcolm on, we have had uh, we have Kelvin. We've we, we probably had five, I reckon. <laughs> but we, I reckon we've, we've probably had, said we've probably less said than a few 5% more. Percent of our episodes have had guests, but we I think we've every single episode we've talked about getting a guest. So well, uh, let's make it six guests, Sandy. Hundred <laughs> percent, Jeeves, Creeves, tough crowd tonight. Dave's on to us. <laughs> like, come on, uh, not putting up with any more uh, of your bullshit. These are fake uh, headlines, Whitney. Fake, fake, fake news, fake news, Fenton. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, um, I think uh, it's a good way to finish the show. Allison's up 116%. I think that deserves a round of applause. <laughs> and Chucky and Chucky reckons he'll be a guest. So, um, yep, um, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Well, listen, why don't we, uh, why don't we uh, call it quits, Fenton? I think we're done. We're done. Right. It was, it's a very dry topic, isn't it? Inflation, interest rates, you get into bonds and all of that stuff. It just, it's not really all that interesting. It's very complex <laughs> how it all interacts. It's not very interesting. It's how the world kind of evolves and it's how the world is sort of run. Uh, but hopefully we can make it interesting for you. And, and I guess my intention for tonight is really just, you know, it, there's going to be a run. The, the Reserve Bank will likely raise interest rates aggressively at some point in time. But understand that you know, they raise them aggressively, they drop them aggressively. And yep. these things yep. can be as short-term uh, as a haircut sometimes, depending on how <laughs> you hair. Speaking of, I think I need a haircut, Fenton. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> it's on for next week. I think I need to die too, mate. I, I need to come back more to your colour. Look at this. Bit of grey away, mate. Bit of grey away. It'll help. Uh, there you go. Mate, uh, well, buddy. I think I've had my wine. I'm done. Good to hang out with you. Thanks, Bryce. Thanks, Bob. Oh, yeah, you've got the glass. 
Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Um, well, let's uh, let's call it done and dusted, folks. You guys have All an right. awesome weekend. Thanks and for a heavy out. commitment that I promise I will ask. I will do everything in my power to get somebody a little bit more interesting than uh, than us on to next week to uh, to have a chat about what's there. But here's the thing. All right, I'll do it on Monday. So <laughs> if you guys see it, we will advertise it early in the week on the various different channels. We'll, right. we'll put out a little bit of a post. We'll let you know that uh, one of our colleagues are coming along having a little bit of a, a wine with us. So if you see that, uh, come on and join us because uh, – there's a good chance that we'll make somebody very, very learned uh, and we'll expose you to them. Uh, probably very uncomfortable at various different points in time. <laughs> uh, all good. All right, mate. Well, thanks, brother. Good to see you. Good to hang out with good you as you, always mate. and have a have a cheeky wine and uh, talk about the week. And uh, thanks to you, folks. Appreciate you. Have an awesome weekend. And I think that's uh, a good night from him. And it's a good night from me. Good night, good everyone. Night.